New Earth Podcast is supported by listeners like you. If you'd like to donate or support the show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash new earth. And that's spelt N-U earth. As a Patreon member, you'll also receive bonus episodes with fellow guests, monthly virtual gatherings with me, and any book giveaways that we're doing for the month. Become a Patreon subscriber today and receive one of our New Earth stickers designed by Vero Koya. Hey tribe, it's Nixie Marie. You're listening to New Earth, a podcast where each week we explore the relationship between spirituality and sustainability and how these topics play an important role in the evolution of humankind. Together, we aim to remember our connection with Mother Nature to heal ourselves and save our planet. Well, hello everyone, my fellow Rainbow Warriors. Oh my gosh, I've had so much fun taking over the podcast this month and Let me just say last week, our episode on the prophecy of the Rainbow Warriors had me realizing so much about what this podcast really is about and who you are, essentially. And I really believe that we have called in our Rainbow Warrior tribe. So from now on, I'm referring to you guys as Rainbow Warriors because that's what you are. And it's time that we own it and embody it and Even if you don't think you are, if you don't resonate to that in some way, if you are listening to this podcast, I guarantee you are. It is time that we step into our true form and anchor in this vision to embody unity, embody peace, embody what this earth gets to look like. And it's so much of the shared vision I have devoted this um, this podcast to and and why we are here today speaking on the subject. So I just wanted to shout out to you all who have been reaching out to me and saying thank you for that episode and it really resonated with me and that you're also a rainbow warrior. It just reminds me like, hey, we're here, we're finding our people and we're doing the work, little or small, it doesn't matter, but we're here. So today's episode, we're going to get into some very interesting topic around time, the universe, and nature. I have been reading a lot of books. I've brought so many books on my sailing adventure, and I have been deep diving into, I'm reading like three at one time, because that's usually how it works with me. Um, It's pretty rare that I ever read one at a time, but if I do, it's probably because I really, really love it. Um, It reminds me of back when I was reading the, uh, The Fifth Sacred Thing, That one really blew my mind and it was truly something everyone should read. Highly recommend it. But uh, the book that I'm currently diving into and inspired the topic today is called Beyond 2012 by James Andretti. And it's a shaman's call to personal change and the transformation of global consciousness. It's really a book about eco-shamanism and... It has just been, I had to, I have to like slowly digest and process some of the information because even though it was written some time ago and it was talked about when the time of, you know, the end of the days were coming when it was 2012, I thought it was really interesting because here we are at 2020 and um, it's almost as if it feels like the apocalypse and we are seeing a lot of the prophecies of the planet and what I had shared last week on uh, the episode with the Rainbow Warrior and how much we're really seeing the parallels in these two times. And so I wanted to just share like a lot of my insight around time and our role as co-creators because we are we are having a new experience with time. I really believe that. And I am personally on my adventure um, stepping away from a very hustle bustle LA lifestyle and tapping into a slower pace very slow. In fact, um, sailing is a very slow thing and I'm learning to adapt to a new rhythm and I want to explore that today. So before we do, I of course have a card pull and the uh, spirit animal of the day. So let's get into this card reading. I pulled the card from 
my favorite deck that we've been exploring lately, the Herbal Healing deck by Sarah Baldwin. And I pulled the Willow card. And the Willow's symbol is interconnection, which I think is so perfect because the topic that we're going to explore today is a lot about interconnection and how we are interconnected with the universe and time and nature. So in this um, deeper into the cards reflection, there's a quote here by Alan Watts, which is one of my all time favorite mentors, people, person ever of all time. And uh, it's often that whenever I find a good DJ mix that has Alan Watts, it's over. I'm like constantly replaying it all the time because his words are so powerful. And uh, this quote starts off in the deck saying, I'll tell you what hermits realize. If you go off into a far, far forest and get very quiet, you'll come to understand that you're connected with everything. Aho. And that is where we all are right now, right? We're kind of in this moment of getting quiet again. Some of you going into those lockdowns, some of you just being here, being present, being in the time of maybe you're in the winter months um, on that place of the world. And maybe, or maybe you're in fact inviting it in for yourself, that, uh, that hermit type lifestyle going inward and going out into nature, just realizing we are connected. Uh, so the willow bark is actually, I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but it was, it's actually the inspiration for aspirin. And it's a, it's actually used as a pain relieving and fever reducing compound. Um, so it's could be used for inflammation, such as arthritis, headaches, stiff joints, and a fever. And while the white willow is actually best known in its modern medicine, many willow species provide healing. So there's different types of willow trees. There's also the crack willow and basket willow of Europe. And it actually contains more salicin, which is the medicine, the healing medicine that you can, um, extract from the willow trees and many American species such as the common black willow have been used by of course Native Americans and even the widely cultivated weeping willow native to China has medicinal value which I think if we go back to the story of Pocahontas there's some symbolism there which we could go off on a whole nother podcast topic about Pocahontas and the truth of it and all that maybe we will um, but there's symbolism there the weeping willow tree how it was used as such a, a place of refuge in that movie. So just think about that sort of when you tap into the energy of this card. Um, the willow is also a border plant, often growing along ponds and streams, and it is a gateway between water, a symbol of the emotions and the subconscious and earth and a symbol for the body. Willow also really reminds us of the connection between our feelings and our health. So if you're feeling like you need to tap into your emotions a little bit right now. The willow card is reminding you to do so. Um, physical pain is also a signpost for where we need to focus our healing intention. This is a good one for me. I have such chronic back pain and I've been working through that. And um, I think I even mentioned on my last uh, episode last week about my um, gut issue. So, oh, and then of course, you know, it gets referenced here. Author Lewis Hay outlines how specific conditions of the body reflect our inner being, our thoughts, feelings, and our beliefs. So anytime, and I want to go into this a little deeper, anytime you have a, um, a pain or something is going on, it is not something that you can just cover up with a pill, right? So if you're taking something, and this is something that I've definitely explored with, I am by no means an expert on. However, I do understand in, in the healing arts and in healing in general, you must go to the root, just like the willow tree. You have to go deep into the root of what is causing the pain, causing the thought, the feeling, the belief, and actually heal it, which is the juicy part that gets really uncomfortable. So um, until you do that, that that will be there. And it's it could be a journey that happens quickly, you know, in a week. Uh, it could happen over a longer span of time, like months or years. And it really just depends on the level that you are willing to heal. 
So take that in. Um, when the willow card appears, take notice of any physical pain and ask yourself how it may symbolize for a deeper issue. So time to dig into the, any pain that you're feeling right now. Um, willow branches are very pliable and can be used for basket weaving. This also speaks to our inner connection, just like baskets show that there was so much symbolism in, um, how native Americans would use different types of, um, tree branches or, bamboo or anything that they could find to actually weave together a basket and also it symbolizes like the spider that casts a web and it really connects us in very unseen ways to nature and to everything around us um and also i don't know if you guys are familiar with the artist alex gray highly recommend checking out his work if you're into any you know psychedelics or um psilocybin or um Anything that calls to you around like ayahuasca, it just kind of taps you into this sacred geometry um, web of connectedness. And that's always the the medicine that I get whenever I do any psilocybin. And he really depicts the energetic connections, which can be felt through, you know, meditation even or energy work or breath work or yoga. I mean, it just depends on how deep you go. Right. And you know, psychic phenomena also really supports the idea of interconnection, um, love, love between parents, children, uh, relationships between twins, and really other powerful emotional bonds can tend to possess over stronger telepathic connections. So anytime you have that, you know, gut instinct where you think somebody's going to call you or you're thinking about someone and then they do call you, that is that connection to all things. Or maybe perhaps you were thinking about a butterfly and then one flies in front of you. It just reminds us that we are connected to everything. And uh, we are all sparks of this same divine essence and we are all one. So the more that we realize this interconnectedness to all life, the more we understand our responsibility to keep our words, right? Actions and even our thoughts positive. Uh, I've really been playing with this lately, like how much more positive can I speak to myself? So speaking to yourself is going to create everything that you see around you. Um, the willow also will ask us to remember that our thoughts are powerful. Focusing on worries, fears, or negativity can really pull things into uh, our life, both positive and negative. So we have to be careful about what we're thinking. Um, but if you you know, start to see your world around you as a positive, loving, beautiful environment and space. That's just a reflection of also the work that you've done inside. And um, I think it's important to take full responsibility for your life. And when we fail to see the interconnected interconnectedness of all things, we feel as if life is just happening to us rather than acknowledging our part and realizing it is happening for us. All the circumstances that are happening is for us. And when we chronically feel victimized and blame others for our quote unquote bad luck, these destructive emotions become congested in our bodies, therefore creating physical pain um, or some physical self response will happen and manifest from stiff and sore joints uh, or just anything that gets inflamed from an emotion that is not being expressed. Um, and willow bark can really help treat that. So if you have the ability to connect with willow, you can get the best resource, honestly, is to go to uh, Mountain, er Mountain Rose Herbals and you can check to see if they have willow bark or willow flower essence. Um, the the tree just is really, it seems to be very healing around these, these ailments. So I would highly recommend doing this. Um, any other type of physical need that you would like to do? I mean, yoga, exercising, moving your body, anything that your, your body is telling you really tune into your body right now. What is your body saying? If you just take a moment and say, what is my body feeling right now? What is my body saying to me right now? How am I listening to my body? See what it says. Let it speak to you. It's so easy for us to just go through life and forget that our body is our vessel that actually gets us through it. So take all that medicine in. Thank you, Willow, for reminding us of all that. And reminding us of our interconnectedness with all things. Um, 
And it's just so beautiful and so good that we are connecting to that because I think our role as co-creators and our relationship to time is so relative to our interconnectedness with all things. And so let's just take that in and be reminded of that. Um, And I think we are, you know, every single day getting an opportunity to be reminded of that and to be in sovereignty with that and with nature and, and, um, and all things. So I want to also remind you guys before I forget that, uh, we have a, an event coming up. We are doing a year of the ox new year ceremony on Wednesday, December 30th at, uh, 5 30 PM Pacific standard time, 8 30 PM Eastern time and 6 30 PM Uh, mountain time. And we're going to be doing, it's going to be about an hour. We are going to be mostly celebrating because this year has been one heck of a year for so many of us, but I wanted to really uh, do a ceremony to provide a safe space for everyone to really put away 2020 and, uh, and also tap into what the year of the ox in feng shui in the forecast of feng shui is actually going to potentially predict for us so we can really understand what is to come and maybe how to set our spaces up, our sacred temples up for the year and get ready for something that's new. I don't foresee that this year, next year is going to get like, like immediately just shift completely from one, you know, overnight. However, I do feel like when we are prepared and when we know and the year of the rat, which was this year, really reminded me of that because the year of the rat, whoo, man, the last one we had was uh, when we had the stock market crash in 2008. So had we have been a little bit more prepared for, uh, well, I guess we couldn't have really been fully prepared, but maybe just kind of being a little bit more understanding of how to move like the ox or the move like the rat. That's that's what this essentially is going to provide you with and the tools for you to get started. So you can actually sign up over on newearth.org on our website, or you can also sign up with the show notes. There's a link in the show notes section. And I hope to see you guys there. This is a free ceremony. Uh, It's for everyone. It will be hosted on Zoom. So you'll get to connect with your fellow Rainbow Warriors and myself. And it's just going to be a great way to close out the year. Um, so I can't wait to see you guys there. Uh, all right. So getting into our spirit animal of the day, we're going to go with the, um, magical turtle because I saw two turtles while I was swimming. And, uh, I have to say, by the way, I'm sure you guys already figured this out, but I am actually in, I'm engaged and I can't believe I didn't share this with you, this news with you guys sooner, but I'm sure you're following me on one account or another and you maybe saw it, but uh, over the weekend we actually got engaged and oh my God, it was so beautiful. But I also saw two turtles and um, I've been wanting to see turtles for, I don't know, this whole entire trip. Cameron saw like five or six of them already, but it was so divine that I got to see them on the day of when he proposed to me and it was just quite lovely. And I think that turtles are such powerful medicine, especially because they are, um, they are also medicine from feng shui. They really tie into both. And I actually can't remember if, you know, we have already talked about the turtle, but we're going to just dive into the turtle again, even if we've talked about the turtle before. Uh, I need to do a little bit better at reminding myself at what medicine we go through. But the turtle medicine is um, in feng shui. It's actually how feng shui was created. There was a story that a shaman was actually um, sitting by a body of water and asking spirit to show him how to build a house and um, build a home for those and those inside to really thrive something like that. And the turtle appeared and there was the bagua system on his back. So the medicine of the turtle can be really powerful and very potent. Um, it's really actually, to be honest, the symbol of the animal spirit is really a personification of goddess energy and the ethereal mother, which of its of itself, how life evolves um, and that all of us are born from the earth's womb and to her 
soil our bodies return when our journey comes to an end. So the turtle really asks us to be attentive to the cycles and give and take and to remember to give back to the mother as she has given to all of us. So thinking about how the t- how the turtle is, there is a shell that protects the turtle and that can be compared to how the protection of Mother Earth has utilized us over centuries and her body has been really ravaged by us humans so this you know is a good reminder again kind of symbolizing the topic we're getting into today and we can actually see mother earth protecting herself right now with climate change volcanoes eruptions earthquakes and everything the natural disasters that are happening around around the world and so it's as if humans have shields like turtles to protect us from hurt such as jealousy envy and intensity of others or psychic attack Um, and the sister turtle as an animal totem will really teach us how to use our shield or shell for protection so if our actions or words of the people around us leave a wounded feeling turtle is really telling us to go inside ourselves and to honor our feelings if we feel that we have been attacked the message from the animal totem turtle can be given a warning so when sister turtle comes in to us as an animal spirit to share her wisdom and medicines she asks us to honor the creative source that each of us has within us and she wants us to learn to be grounded to the earth and to observe our situations with motherly compassion turtle has two energies earth and water like in feng shui we work with different um, types of uh remedies with our different types of elements and we can use those to create a harmonious flow in our situations so in the native american tradition um, turtle acts as the best teacher for the art of grounding she really helps us to focus our thoughts on and actions and to slow a pace that assures completion of what lays before us we learn not to push the river and cause a situation where resolution or completion doesn't happen too soon it is important to remember to allow things to happen at their own rate and at their own season such good medicine Today's podcast is brought to you by Clarity, the complete non-toxic, zero-waste, all-natural home cleaning solution, co-founded and created by yours truly. Clarity naturally cleans your home without using harmful chemicals, protects the environment with zero-waste packaging, is convenient and cost-saving by delivering concentrates directly to your door, and best of all, it makes cleaning fun. It's simple and affordable to bring clarity to your home. Grab one of our zero-waste home cleaning kits to get you started or the ready-to-go all-purpose bottle and you have everything you need to remove toxic chemicals and plastics from your cleaning ritual. Sign up for a subscription to receive our concentrate refills and you have everything you need without a trip to the grocery store. Simply visit Clarity, that's spelled C-L-A-R-Y-T-I, dot com and use the promo code ECOTRIBE for your exclusive 10% off discount. Thank you so much for being part of this New Earth community and making our world a greener place. Also, I wanted to uh, remind you of the beautiful prayer, Mit. Takui Osayan. Osayan. Mitakui Osayan. I'm like, I'm remembering how to say it. And this means we are all related. And um, this is just like the interconnectedness that we spoke on from the willow tree. And it's a good reminder to say it. I'm going to put the actual, the um, the word in there uh, in this show notes so you can actually see how to say it and maybe it's something you want to say to people and just be reminded that we're all connected like this beautiful turtle um all right so that's the turtle is our medicine of the week 
And let's get into this topic. So time and our role as co-creators and the universe and nature and our interconnectedness with all things. So it, there's a saying that Cameron and I always say to each other, and we always say time is irrelevant and it's not real. It's non-existent. It's something that we created. And it's something that as I've been diving into this, I think a lot of us this year have been diving into a new relationship with time because we have had so much more time to maybe reflect or there has been an opportunity to um, sit more with ourselves and ask ourselves, what are we doing with our time exactly? What is important and how are we using our time? And then we have to think about how time exists in our universe and sort of think beyond this third dimensional plane. So I'm going to go a little out there today with this because that's really what I've been reading up on in this book that I'm that I'm currently reading, again, that's called Beyond 2012. Um, I really started thinking about this because it was quoted in the book that when you think about the nat- the law of, of nature and how nature works, and I always think, you know, when I'm looking at nature, everything has its time and place. A flower doesn't bloom before it is ready. A bee dies when it's meant to die. A butterfly hatches from its cocoon after it's gone through an immense struggle within that that space in which it's ready to come out and flourish. And a tree, you know, it, it takes years and years and years to really get to its full vastness, if even ever, you know, after billion, you, you get up to a tree and you, you feel the billion almost years of its existence, some of them that really catch your eye. And yet here we are as humans speeding through life, getting instant purchases from Amazon that come the next day, wanting to have immediate success tomorrow, trying to hurry through life and rush through the day. This really dawned on me. And I've been sitting with this thought about how we have been using time. In our world today, we have been, we get everything so instantly. And, you know, we have DoorDash, we have, we have Uber, it gets you fast, you know, everything is, is fast. And, and I'm currently going through this reprogramming of going slow on this sailboat that we're on and, you know, we could easily fly everywhere we want to and travel, but we decided we wanted to go slow and regenerate with the natural rhythms of nature. And as I do this, I find myself more and more and more connected to the rhythms and the cycles and the ebbs and the flows and understanding that we have lost that feminine essence of going slow, of honoring that slow tenderness that is meant to happen because we've forgotten our connection with nature. We have forgotten our interconnectedness with nature. So we are a little lost. And I think this year, you know, what has happened has really allowed us to find our way a little bit, to realize and recognize that we, we need to recalibrate and remember that in this slow, soft season, there is there's something that happens. And I, it's hard to put exact words on what happens in our on a cellular level. And it takes time. It's taken me. I mean, I'm still not there because I have moments when I'm currently in this reality deprogramming the programs of hustling through life, hurrying and trying to rush and and really create things fast and see and produce, produce, produce and become a machine. And, you know, a lot of this is a result of the industrial revolution and how we have just come so far from the slow and steady, you know, and how do we how do we actually bridge between both? And how do we find the balance between fast and slow? So 
I just want you to ponder on this with me because I'm pondering it. I'm, I'm feeling into it. I'm, I'm listening to, you know, nature tell me when is it time for me to blossom? And I want you to, I want you to really tune into that too, because we all, one of my favorite quotes is not all flowers bloom at the same time. You know, I'm blossoming over here at my rate. You're blossoming over there at your rate. And maybe, you know, you're a dandelion in the field and the other and your friend over there is the sunflower. And because of the sunflowers getting more light, she's able to bloom and blossom faster than maybe the dandelion because the dandelion only comes out at a certain time in nature. And yet we're trying to come on all the time. We're trying to be on every single day. We're trying to, you know, wake up and feel good every single day. We're trying to show up and be perfect all the time when that is not what nature does. There's, there's, that doesn't happen. It's not cyclical. So I don't know that we, I think we've, we've lost, you know, we've lost a couple steps here, but this conversation and just exploring What it would even look like if we got actually back into the cycles of nature and really remembered that we are balanced and we are, you know, truly one with it and we're not separate from that. And we have to take responsibility for our personal role in our co-creation with our mother, with Pachamama, with Gaia. And when we don't, I think that's when we get out of sync and and it's hard for me to have this conversation because I come from a place where for the last four years I've been pretty much running three different businesses at once and rushing through. I mean, there'd be days where I'm literally running through my house trying to get it all done in one day. And when I when when COVID hit, it really just stopped me in all my tracks and all of a sudden, you know, business had to be closed and we, and I had time and I wasn't sure what to do with my time. And I got to slowly realize, okay, I could work on, you know, the the other things, the other projects. But then as I slowly worked on the other projects, I realized, wait, how did I ever do it all in one day? How did I ever do this at all? Mostly as a one woman show, I had, you know, very small team, but that part really has been my biggest lesson of this year. If I were to sum up 2020, my biggest lesson is that I've been doing too much and going too fast and trying to be success, trying to be all the things at once. And I know that so many of you can relate to that at many different stages of our lives. We will be there and maybe I'll be there again and maybe you're there now and maybe you're resonating with this or maybe you're on the other side of it and you're also too feeling into the softness of slow and steady and having a new relationship with time. But I think in this new world that we're envisioning and that we are creating and and discussing and consciously activating within our, our DNA, within our cellular level, within our visions, within our meditations and our consciousness and our conversations is that we have to have a new relationship with time. And a lot of this book actually explores that we need to stop living within the Gregorian calendar. And I, I actually have deep dived into the Mayan calendars for quite some time. And of course, 2012 was a big, was, was predicted by the Mayan calendar. And so when we get out of the Gregorian calendar, it gets us synced up to, from what I understand, these Mayan perspectives and how we're actually supposed to be living complete in harmony with the earth. So I would, I'm going to, explore more about this. I'm really learning a lot more about um, what it what it really means to live outside of the Gregorian calendar. And I, I heard, I think it was, uh, I think it was, um, what's his name? Uh, Leo King. I was at a Conscious Life Expo and I was listening to the astrology panel. Deborah Silverman was there and many other amazing astrologers, the Leo King. And I'll never forget what he said. He said a lot of things, but one thing really stood out. He said, until we get out of the nine to five vibration of creation, then we will be stuck in a stagnancy of the hustle lifestyle. And, you know, he said it so much better than that, but the, the, 
the point is we are in a loop. We are, you know, wake up every day and, you know, do the same thing. Excuse me, I had to take a sip of water. Um, and, and go into the same patterns and do it all over again and do it all over again and do it all over again. And it's this cycle that isn't who we authentically truly are at our core. And now this is, this is not something that all of us can just hop right out of and go, well, Nixie, what are you saying? Like, you want me to just stop working nine to five and do it all? And, you know, no, I'm talking about, you know, changing up your day in whatever way, shape or form you can. If you're in that nine to five work life right now, is it something that you can, is there something you can do in the morning to shift things up? Is there something you can do at night to shift things up? you know, and to get out of that frequency. And maybe some of you guys, you know, I'm actually really curious to know where you all stand with within your lives, how you work. Because I generally work now, I've been working a lot less hours because there's just a lot less to be done. I don't have as much to do running a mega business. And uh, as I don't know if you, I haven't really shared much of what's happened with my cleaning business, but I did decide to close it and, um, was hoping to sell it, but we haven't got any leads yet. So I'm currently just, uh, running the podcast and focusing on feng shui and, and clarity. So I am completely pivoted this entire year. And the big question that I'm asking myself is, how, uh, with everything I learned from my other business and way of life and living, how do I actually want to live now? What do I actually really want to do? And I, I recognize that that does have privilege in it. Okay. I recognize that not everybody can ask themselves that question. However, I want to invite you to paint the picture that even if you can't really ask yourself, maybe there's circumstances, there's, there's, family members, there's people, there's something that you have to take care of to or tend to. It doesn't matter because in the moment, it is all about how you face and do and spend your time. This is all about time because we all have time. We all have the gift of time. It is not something that is privileged to one person or the other. We all have time. That is, that is what we have here. So how do we use it? We all have that choice to make. We all have that decision. When we wake up in the morning, how am I going to use this time? This one hour before I go to work, this 30 minutes before I go to work, this, you know, five minutes that I have before I'm going to work, what, how am I using my time? And my invitation to you is to use it wisely and to recognize that you maybe just start stopping and doing nothing with your time is okay. I used to think that we had to do everything all the time <laughs> and, you know, by doing, doing, doing and not necessarily being in the being that um, I was filling a void. And I know a lot of you can relate to this because sometimes we're just doing to do. We're not and to fill this gap and, and this this thing that says that we're enough when in fact we are not doing anything with intention. Because if if we don't really have anything intentional to do then just stop doing and learn to be that is when we start to tap into a new program that is aligned with nature because nature is just being all the time nature is just that tree over there is just being when you look at that tree go outside after this podcast if you can and look at a tree and notice how notice what it's doing it's not doing much, is it? It's just being there. So what can you learn from that tree right now? From that beautiful medicine we had earlier, the willow tree. What can you learn from the tree or the role that the bee is doing or the role that the ladybug is doing? Every piece and immaculateness of nature has a role that they're playing. And our role is is actually called human beings. We are being, not doing. 
and we have a long way to go with this. Like this is a little far out, right? This is not something where, you know, we can all just wake up one day and go, you know what? I'm just going to be for the rest of my life. It's about also having that balance because those, those, you know, ants that are creating their ant colony, they are also hard workers. They have to go gather the the leaves or their food for the day and bring it back to the queen or to themselves and, and hoard for winter. And, and there's a lot of other, you know, squirrels. They also create a, they've done a lot of very odd, um, uh, storing of their acorns. We've seen a lot of them in Topanga and, uh, they, they work really hard to store those acorns. So, and then in winter months, they sit there and they eat it. So they are stopping and they're slowing down. They get to just be with everything they've harvested. So that is why we have cycles. And until we really understand that we are cyclical, there's a time for us to be on, there's a time for us to be off, then we will not be in harmony with nature. And that is the point here. That is the conversation is that with time, we can be conscious co-creators with the universe, with nature. And when we think outside of, this is another concept that really blew my mind when I'm reading the book, is that we are only thinking in third dimensional thinking when we're thinking of the time now. But when we think beyond the universe, outside of our planet, our planet out there is also on a universal time. There's not, it, it isn't rushing through technology or getting the next iPhone and next iPhone and next iPhone and next one and next car and next thing. And it is not an instant gratification out there in the universe. That, you know, shooting star that you see in the sky is billions of light years away. So we, we have to remember that. And, and that's my intention for today's episode is for you to remember why you are here, your time and your relativeness to time and that you are a human being and that you are interconnected with everything. And it is time for you to remember that you are so that you can get back into the rhythm. The more that we say yes to the systems that are not working, the more we're subscribing to them. So whatever you can say no to, that you have the opportunity to, and it's not easy. I mean, listen, I just, I just let go of a 1800 square foot home, four bedrooms, you know, all the things we loved our home. We love Topanga. Like we love being there, but the vision that I have is to build an eco village. And the vision that I have is to build and create and anchor in this new earth. And it's not easy by any means, to walk away from this idea of success and this idea and concept of how, you know, what defines success in our world today. And it hasn't been easy for me to just sit around and be like, okay, today I'm just gonna be, you know, it's, it's, there's a deep, it's like, I always look at our, our, um, our programming as operating systems like a computer. So when we are downloading a new operating system, it takes time sometimes to download. And when you're downloading, it's going to take maybe longer than some take to download. And other times it's going to take really a, a short amount of time. But when we're letting go of our, our beliefs that we think that we are supposed to be over here, when we're really supposed to be over here, you know, you get my point. It's, it's got to be in your time. You are a conscious creator of your reality. You are the conscious creator of your experience here and your time here. So if not anything that you took away from this podcast episode today, ask yourself what you're doing with your time and how much are you being during the time that you have here? How much are you stopping to smell the flowers? You know, if you're on your way to work, maybe instead of driving, walk or ride a bike and take a slow pace if you can. Learn to slow down. And something else really important I think we need to do is stop manifesting. I know this is going to sound really weird for someone who often is a queen manifester and loves to manifest because I think that there's a discrepancy in the amount of manifesting that we're doing if we are constantly manifesting because then we are, 
you know, constantly trying to go against our natural rhythm when sometimes things are not supposed to happen right away. I think this year has been that reminder is just like, stop, like just stop everybody, slow down, take a deep breath. And, and if you see beyond that, you, you, we see beyond the deaths, beyond the changes and the challenges and the money loss and financial debt, whatever it is you're going through. I mean, we all have some piece of story that we felt from this year. When you see beyond that, you have to see that there is a beautiful opportunity to create something completely new. So whatever that is for you in this moment, anchor it in. If it's just creating a new way of living so you're not as stressed, start start creating that reality. If it's a new way of how you're going to show up to your job every day so that you can be a light and you can be a beautiful rainbow warrior for others, start doing that. If it's, you know, raising your kids to be rainbow warriors, start doing that. If it's, you know, cleaning your home with eco products because you want to make sure that, you know, the world is left a greener place than you found it, buy clarity. <laughs> Shameless promotion plug. Uh, if you want to um, just simply be healthier and be present and live your life. You know, I think that we're so often not necessarily living because we're not often faced with nature's natural disasters that are throwing themselves at us because we don't live in the woods or, you know, we don't live against the elements. And one thing I'm learning about living on the water is I am up against this element of water and wind all the time. And my fight or flight mode gets triggered it's as soon as that those waves come up and, you know, we're in 12 foot swells and it's real. It gets real. But then I realize after like, well, I'm fully living life. So are you fully living life with your time? Are you fully living your fuck yes, I'm on? Are you being present? Are you being reminded that you are nature? You are interconnected with everything that is in nature this is like a lot to ponder here today and I'm pondering it with you. These are all my thoughts and my um, explorations that I've been having over the last couple of weeks. And I want to thank you for listening and pondering them with me. And I hope that this message today resonates with you. And if it does, please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review over on iTunes or anywhere you are listening to the podcast. We're almost at 200 reviews over on Apple Podcasts and I would love to uh, see that come in. It's my birthday actually it, or it, when this episode is released it, it, it's going to pass and my birthday had already happened. So for my birthday all I request of you is to go leave me a rating and re review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you find yourself listening. It really means a lot to me and reminds me why I keep showing up and we keep growing together. We're also coming in on our four-year anniversary on the at the end of January which I can't believe it's been four years that we've been doing podcasting. It's kind of crazy. So welcome to everyone who has just joined our podcast community here at New Earth. And welcome to all of our uh, diehard podcasts. And um, I love you all so much for being here. And thank you for tuning in to this episode. And I can't wait to see what we explore together next week. Don't forget to sign up for the uh, ceremony, the Year of the Ox ceremony. The link will be in bio or you can go to newearth.org and that is spelled N-U-Earth.org and sign up there. It'll be on December 30th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I can't wait to see you guys there. I'll see y'all next week. Love you all. Bye for now.
long time, baby, and I'm out in the world.